Greetings from Heavenly Jerusalem, Mount Zion. Stopped rather Whatever. Whatever. I'm so drunk. I've been drinking all day long. And, uh, you know, this is uh, what we do here because we call it Joel's Bar Drunken Glory Broadcast. Don't judge me. You know, we just come to bring the drudge report. What hell's been doing? Not. We come to bring the Sapphire Sea. Y'all, so see a glass. A lot! Please don't let me be misunderstood. Dun 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 dun. Ha ha ha. Yeah, it's good. It's good to boot people off from time to time. Jesus always did it, you know. Just when they get comfortable and complacent, he'd just be like, Get out of here! Yeah. Here's 72 disciples. Go do something. Get out of my hair. Sick and tired of being around you. Stinky little disciples. <laughs> uh, he's a funny guy. God has the best sense of humor. He's not angry at you. He's very happy at you. The Holy Ghost is the happiest person in the world. We serve the happy God. That's very important because religion is Satan himself. That anger and control and... Uh, that's what the devil is like. That's Lucifer. Jesus Christ is the happy God. That's religion. The joy of the Lord is our strength. Nehemiah 8.10. That's what's written. Yeah. And Lord, restore the joy of our salvation. <laughs> You know, a lot of people need to get their faces saved. I don't doubt your fire insurance. I'm discipling the whole planet. We've been discipling millions of people the last couple months. About 15 million reached in the last two months by Red Letter Ministries. Don't care. It's just what God's doing. I'll do anything for the Father. It's not about numbers for me. But He says, ask and I'll give you the nations as your inheritance. And I'm like, okay, whatever. As long as I have the Father, it's all good. See, we're a little different. We don't serve mammon. We don't serve money. We don't work for money. We're not like other ministers called the whores of Babylon that work for money. We work for the Father. We serve the Father no matter what. And we've paid a huge price to serve the Father only because it's like pretty rare in the world. Most people want to serve the Father, but they don't know how to because the world's so messed up and everyone's so poor and sick and orphaned and it's just so much spiritual warfare, so many lies everywhere. It's like, who can be perfect as their Father in Heaven's perfect? I mean, don't put that yoke on me, Jeremiah. <laughs> don't get that ox yoke out of here, Jeremiah. I know you're telling the truth, Jeremiah. I just don't want to hear it. Because we got a mess to deal with out here in the real world. You live in a fantasy land, Jeremiah. Throw them in the well. Throw the truth in the well. Throw the word of the Father in the well. And then get sold into Babylon. Sell me down the river. Just be sold down the river. Because you didn't have faith to trust God to take care of you. Didn't have faith to trust God to protect you. Didn't have faith. You can only please the Father by faith. You can only grow spiritually by faith. Very serious stuff. This is life and death stuff, guys. Seriously, rejecting this kind of stuff is certain death and destruction. I mean, all God wants to do is bless you, heal you, be your Father. 
The only problem I've ever seen in ministry every day for 11 years is people resisting the Father. It's the only problem you have. You don't have numerous problems. You have one. Not trusting the Father to father you. Goodly. How goodly is it? How goodly is this fathering? Oh, I don't know. I had a bad dad. He beat me up. You know? Alcoholic dad. Bad dad. So many bad dads. So everyone thinks God's like their dad. Mm-mm. That's not it. God is not like human fathers. God is not a human. It's true. That's the scripture. Google it. Thank God for Google. You can just Google it. Just Google it. That way you know we don't deviate from, from what is written. Amen? Do not stray from what is written. That's a commandment of the Apostle Paul that hardly anyone obeys. <laughs> Going out making up all kinds of weird stuff, but... You know, and they think the book of Revelation's weird, so they don't want me to talk about it, but the book of Revelation's not weird. Perfectly normal stuff, guys. It's just the stuff of heaven, so it's other. It's not fringe. It's not fray. It's not freaky. It's normal. Heaven is a normal place. Babylon is a weird place. Babylon. You know, the nations and serving money. That's weird. That's... Spooky, weird, gross, disgusting, demonic slavery. Working for money is horrible. It's like, you know, they value idols and money more than their own relationships with their friends and family members. You know, they'll sacrifice their children for money in Babylon the Great. I've seen it many times. They'll sacrifice their kids. And I'm not talking about, like, on the altar to Lucifer, I'm talking about like not spending time with your family because you got to work all the time. I mean, what people do for money in this world, and I've been born again 18 years, so I, I know a thing or two. I grew up with extreme poverty one month and extreme opulent wealth the next month. My dad dropped me off in a brand new Porsche 930 Turbo, cherry red with a whale fin, and I was the coolest kid in school. So I've had no electricity pooping in five-gallon buckets, and I've had opulent wealth. Let's go out on the yacht, tennis court, and Porsches. Had everything. That's not what it is. <laughs> what it is is getting our hearts clean, getting our minds clean, getting fathered, and getting all that orphan stuff and all that poverty stuff and all that rejection stuff and all of that ideas about God out of us. The Father was telling me today, it's not about so much you need to learn a bunch of stuff. It's that you need to unlearn a bunch of stuff. Because we filled our heads with all kinds of ideas about God and about the world. And it's a bunch of lies. It's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Serious. bunch of lies. Lies that are fathered by Satan himself, Belial, Lord of lies, Father of lies. Everything wrong with everything of every family, every nation, every city, and the whole world is because of the lies of Belial, the Father of lies. If you just come out of those lies, you will never be fathered by the devil again in any area of your life. And it's like they're so ingrained in the brain from eating from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's like, 
They are certain those lies are the truth. Darwin is the truth, I said, age 18, when I got court ordered into Teen Challenge, trying to talk me out of Darwinism. I learned that in school, man. That's what I told them. The pastors are, I didn't believe in God, went to Catholic school as a kid, four different high schools, got kicked out. Crazy, crazy stuff, lived all over the country, 24 different states, including Canada and Alaska and Florida, I mean, just everywhere, just really, really wild childhood. You know, I thought I knew stuff because I just was really well ed educated, actually. And I didn't know anything. It was all just lies. And so God dealt with me, you know, in Teen Challenge in October 1999 with many, many exorcisms. <laughs> I was so demon-possessed. Every lie was a demon. And I believed a lot of lies. And so all those demons of lies had to come out of me. And they did, and I got cleaned out and cleared out and filled with the Holy Ghost. I didn't even know there was a Holy Ghost. I'd never seen any evidence of a God my entire life. It's been pure hell on earth my whole life. And sure enough, God's real, and I didn't even know that. I was angry at the devil because the devil had hidden the realm of life and God and the holy angels from me. I'd never seen an angel. I'd only seen demons my whole life <laughs> that I could remember in darkness at that point because I had a lot of brain damage from all the darkness and sin that I practiced. A lot of brain damage, it was messed up. And then I'm just laying there in my bed three months into Teen Challenge and I felt these waves of peace begin to go through my legs and through my chest and out my face and I started speaking in tongues. Never heard of tongues before. My faith jumped 10 times. And, you know, I just, I ran to the pastors. I'm a little kid, you know. I'm brand new, born again, like a little baby. I feel like a little baby, light as a feather. All the darkness had gone. I just felt clean as a whistle. I mean, I'd never felt clean that I could remember my whole life. Just pure and clean. It was amazing feeling like a baby born again. Ran to the pastors, so excited. What is this? And they're like, this dude, his name was, uh, what's his name? can't remember, pastor something, but he was an OG crack dealer from Chicago, GD, that uh, got born again and <laughs> teen challenge and he got all cleaned up and he <laughs> went through the program, did an internship and now was staff. So I'm talking to this dude, this former boss of the GDs from Chicago and he's filled with the Holy Ghost too. I'm like, what is this man? Tribble. James Tribble. That's his name. J Brother James. Oh, what is this man? And he's, he's like, that is tongues. And I was like, man. And he said, if you don't use it, you'll lose it. So I was like, okay. So I started praying in tongues two hours a day. You know, just faith like a child. I believe everything they told me because this was like my whole world just shifted from hell to heaven, like, so fast. So I became really, really zealous, a lot of zeal without knowledge, got discipled by all the staff in there, a lot of good ones, some bad ones, and, you know, but it was revival. We saw all kinds of healings, people healed of AIDS, people healed of every sickness, every disease, diabetes, healed of uh, hepatitis, and all kinds of STDs getting healed because, you know, all these rebellious punks coming into Teen Challenge are a bunch of sexual immoral prodigals. 
and just healed. And God just healing them and tons of deliverance every other day for 22 months. We'd see people get demons cast out of them. So it was like every day, deliverance and every day, signs, wonders, healings, miracles, in the glory of God, in the physical manifest cloud of God's glory. And it was, that was 22 months of Teen Challenge. It was phenomenal. Then I got a full ride Bible scholarship to North Central University Assemblies of God. Bible College went there and most of those kids had never seen a miracle in their entire life. They're like fresh out of the coop, just leaving mommy and daddy and now it's time to rebel. They're just full of drugs, alcohol, pornography, clubbing. I went to from Teen Challenge to North Central with 22 other of my brothers and sisters graduating from the program. I'm the only one out of 22 that made it. Every single one went back into drugs and alcohol. <laughs> it was a freaking nightmare, man. I lost all my friends the first year. Yeah, fun stuff. So I know a thing or two about spiritual warfare and dealing with demons and devils and warfare and just betrayal and people losing to everything you can lose to in this world and rarely winning. And it's just really kind of recently we just started winning major, major wars as an army of the Lord because we've been losing, guys, because we just don't know. I mean, that's why I'm just so thankful for men of God like David Hogan. The, real, the first real minister that God introduced me to as a real apostle in 2006 and a brother in this men's group gave me a CD with four gigabytes of his sermons on it. And, I just, and it was totally God the Father just being like, here you go, next level stuff because you've outgrown literally everyone else in the whole world. Here's David Hogan. And so, man, that helped me out so much. I'm just so thankful for some of these older brothers that have gone ahead of us and didn't sell out to money. See, that's the one thing that's different. God used a lot of people in my life, a major, a lot of prophets, a lot of apostles, a lot of people. I mean, I've learned from church history. I went through Bible college. I learned from everything in Christianity, that of all the revivals, all the awakenings. I studied all that stuff. But the one thing that's helped me the most is people that have kept a clean heart and a pure mind and did not serve money. Because at any point of your ministry, I'm learning this stuff, you guys. It's like I'm watching because I've seen so many thousands of my brothers and sisters destroyed in ministries, destroyed in the whole world. I mean, it's just like, well, what's the answer? What do we even do here? you got to serve God and not money. That's really what it boils down to. And all of my experience of millions of people in every ministry on the whole planet you have to serve the Father above all things in this world. Unless you do that, everything that you know is right will be corrupted by the love of money, the root of all evil. And that really is the root issue of every single person's heart on planet Earth. And it's so basic that a four-year-old hears this and is like, I've read that a thousand times. But when you're pressured, and your day-to-day -day routines, and your life decisions, and everything we go through in society that's like real, in reality. You have to do the right thing and serve the Father and stop serving money. Because it will always compromise your morals, it will always compromise your message, it will water you down. 
it will always kill you. Seen a vision today because I'm, I'm still trying to figure some of this stuff out. Like, what the heck just happened in the last 11 years of ministry? We've been through so much. Red Letter Ministries, I mean, we got a, you know, a rap sheet online of hatred and just murdered of people that just want us destroyed. And then there's some good people that love us, but it's mostly animosity. And it's like, what the heck just happened? I'm not here to piss people off. I love the body of Christ. I love everyone. I'm just trying to, like, walk with the Father. I'm just trying to serve the Father. And it's like, why is there so much animosity? And I'm figuring it all out, you guys. And it's not complicated stuff like you would think. It's actually just simply all because of money. <laughs> Everything wrong in Christianity and the whole world is because of money. It's not complicated. Jesus told us in the red letters, you can only serve either God or money, but you can't serve both. And all these ministers with good intentions and so many precious Christians are serving both. That's why there's a pyramid on your $1 bill. You can't serve both, and the devil knows that. And he'll get you. He will corrupt everything in your whole life by that mixture of trying to serve both God and money. You're going to have to get faith and get faithful and serve God. And it's going to be so easy now for all of you because we pioneered this stuff and people like David Hogan have pioneered this stuff and it just makes it easy. Because in the past it's like, well, there's no one in the whole world doing it. How are you going to do it? No one's doing it. All I see is the great red dragon of the city of London, money. All I see is a pyramid of slavery on my $1 bill, money. How are you going to break out of the slavery of serving money? My God, that was the hardest thing of my entire life to constantly not serve money and to constantly serve the Father because that's what everyone does. All the Christians I know, and I love them all, but everything wrong in their lives is still because they're working for money and not working for the Father. 100% across the board with every single one of my friends and family members that I love so much. 100% that is the only thing wrong. And when that root issue is dealt with, their whole lives just clear up and it's like, ooh, heaven on earth. Freedom, joy unspeakable, full of glory. And then the heavens rain glory. And then the sapphire sea, as it was in the days of Noah, just drowns the world. That is the golden image of Babylon the Great that will be melted down now by the Holy Spirit, by the people who have served the Spirit of God above all the things in this world. In Jesus' name, it's that simple. And it's going to be amazing because it's going to be global awakening. Heaven is much better than hell. Freedom is so much better than slavery to money. I mean, like, even the people that are rich are, like, poor compared to people in heavenly Jerusalem. I mean, it's just incredible what the Father's going to do. It's not going to be like, oh, he's going to kill everyone. He's angry because you got money. No, it's not it. God's richer than all y'all. He's the, he's the Father. He's the creator, maker of heaven and earth. What he's going to do is just take away all the death all the sting, all the sorrows, 
That's what he's doing here. He's going to take away all the sorrows that are attached to the slavery of money. And there's so many sorrows. I mean, I've never seen people more miserable than the slaves of money and rich people and poor people alike. It's like, if you have it or you don't have it, you're just both angry and both sad and depressed. And still serving it. And still serving it if you got it or if you don't got it. What a deception of Lucifer. I mean, my God. It's just that whole system getting washed into the lake of fire, guys by the living waters called the Sea of Glass, the Sapphire Sea. The living waters that are free, without cost, without control, without the voodoo, do, do, of you gotta do this for that, or you gotta buy it, you gotta slave for it. No, no flesh. Zero flesh. Just a perfect father saying, go wild in the living waters. So just imagine heaven like a children's water park go wild and say there's no rules because you're in the sapphire sea and you got the perfect father now he's got your back he's got your head he's got you in every direction and he's perfect he loves you more than anything I mean he's created this whole world for you to live in on earth as it is in heaven his kingdom come his will be done on earth as it is in heaven he created this world for Adam's race to live in and enjoy Him and walk with Him in the coolness of the day without any curses, without any slavery, without any sorrow. In Jesus' name, we will begin walking that way worldwide as the heavens rain glory, as the heavens rain the sapphire waters, the living waters, also called the Word of God. In Jesus' name. Amen. We could use your support, though, to send this broadcast out to the whole world because it's harvest time. We reach a, a million people for every $750 that comes in. And I send the receipts out. I don't serve money. I serve God. We're the real deal. Don't get confused. It's good to take up offerings. The Apostle Paul took up offerings from every single one of his churches, and he's ripe. The Apostle Paul says, God loves a cheerful giver. He just hates slaves. He hates the slaves of money. He hates the love of money. So please don't let me be misunderstood. Everything we do is to advance the kingdom and to drown the world with the sapphire sea. But we need your support. We are the priesthood of Melchizedek that receives the tithes, that receives the offerings for the pastoring of the whole world from heavenly Jerusalem. Ask the Holy Spirit and obey and be blessed. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Amen.